Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous episode this week where we recap Bachelor in Paradise. Why hey, are ben. we singing? Why are we singing? I don't know. Oh, it felt good. I don't know. Yeah, it felt good. Oh, I thanks. Liked it. Well, you were singing before, and <laughs> so yeah. it just rubbed off on me. Ashley, I'm going crazy. I'm currently sitting in my basement right now. I've been down here for six days. I can't 
put weight. Okay, so here's a big update for my surgery last okay. uh, last Tuesday. Um, they got in there. Yeah, a, I know ACL replacement, but then it got worse. So like, I have this disease going on in my knee where my uh, t- tissues eating at itself, and so it's like causing inflammation that like so they had to grind it off my like bone um and so no yeah and then my meniscus was super messed up which most people like hey i've torn my meniscus before but you want your meniscus so they stitch it up and they tell me i can't have any weight on my knee listen to this for six weeks ashley I'm, that means you like cannot stand for six weeks without being on a crutch. On a crutch, um, can't drive. Um, I'm like kind of locked in. Uh, I'll Didn't go, you have like a zillion flights? I have a zillion flights. I have two board meetings, and then I also have a wedding coming up. And this pushes me. Like, at, I'm going to be walking. The official date of our wedding is two weeks after I'll be ready to. Uh, <laughs> ready to put weight on it again. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. So basically when you were joking about walking down the aisle with a cane, it is, it's not that funny. It's reality now, Yeah, yeah. but like still super on brand for you, (laughs) you know, wanted to host the elderly edition of the bachelor and like, you can still do like this old school classic Hollywood charm thing with it. Like I can see like Carrie Grant with a cane, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it and I know Jess is good with it. Um, but yeah, it was just a little more intense than they, than they expected than I expected. I'm feeling fine. And I get off, I think today's my last day on like pain medication. Like this is day six and I've only taken one a day now. I was like three um, for the first two days. And obviously my history of pain medication is not a mm-hmm. good one. And so mm-hmm. I'm down to one. Um, and I think tomorrow I'll be able to just go to Tylenol, which will be great for me personally. And I, and, I, and I'm feeling pretty good, like mentally about it, but, um, yeah. yeah. Wild. You know what happened, Ash? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you going to need like a full-blown knee replacement in a couple of years? I think so. I think that's what's oh, going on. no. But yeah, you know what? I'm getting married, though. I'm I'm going to just, I'm just calling, I'm, I'm p- calling it in. I'm just going to do the best I can for as long as I can. Uh, Jessica uh, had to leave uh, town so she can even to be- do cake testing. To cake testing and her uh, wedding dress shopping. So my mom- has been out here uh, helping me out a lot, which has been super amazing and really good for us because it's been, I mean, I'm not very fun right now, but at least we get to hang out together and spend some good time together. Mm-hmm. Um, guess what? And then we can move on to the podcast. I don't know if anybody cares about this, but I woke up from my surgery and I told the nurse, I said, hey, I don't want my mom or Jess back here until I'm like semi-coherent because I say weird stuff in my regular life, like all the <laughs> time. And uh, and I can't imagine what I'm going to say when I wake up from anesthesia. And so finally they came back. I still don't remember them coming back, but the nurse decided I was good enough for them to come back. And the nurse goes, hey, Ben, what would you like to drink? Um, and I was like, like, whiskey. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> tequila soda. And she's like, no. She's like, we have apple juice. We have orange juice. It's like tequila soda or nothing. She's like, we'll get you a water. I said, that's good. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, we got a good podcast coming for you today. Super cool episode. A um, lot going on in paradise. A lot of things to follow up on. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to break down the headlines of this week and also break down this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise, which is a good one. We'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. As every parent knows... 
kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. (laughs) Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up. 
And it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This week alone, Ashley, I'm not going to go into the details necessarily of the conversation that I had, but I, I sat with a friend of mine for two days uh, who is in a really tough place in life. I'll say it that way. And he mentioned to me that he is going to start, and he already had started at one previous time in his life, uh, reaching out to BetterHelp because of kind of the the setup of BetterHelp, right? It's It's virtual. If you're not kind of like click in with the person that you're assigned to or that you get to have, you can move to somebody else. BetterHelp came up in my life organically this week, and I was so excited because I immediately said, I don't know if it was appropriate given the conversation, but I said, my podcast, you know, promotes BetterHelp and talks about BetterHelp, and we have for a while. So BetterHelp is out there. It's a growing brand who is benefiting many, many people. It sure is. Uh, we love it because you can do it through text. You can do it through phone. You can do it uh, video chat. And a lot of people just don't need the anxiety of driving to an office and whatnot when it comes to therapy. And also just the whole dating a therapist thing. It's like awkward. You go see one and you don't click. Well, you can change therapists whenever you want. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, we definitely suggest going to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, like I just said, and it's convenient, flexible, can be suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. To learn to make time for what makes you happy, go to BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash almost. It's time to break down this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. You all watched, we watched, and we're into it. Like, we're into it. Ashley, we start out this with the cocktail party. Um, I just want to start out from the beginning and say I'm really excited for Titus. Uh, I just like him as the host. He brings a good energy. I I was questioning their, ho- uh, their host choices when it got announced. Just like I was like, it doesn't make sense. And still doesn't make sense to me on why they chose who they chose. Mm-hmm. But... I've actually kind of enjoyed the small snit like segments with each host. Yeah, I think they could have utilized each host a little bit more. Yeah. They may have. We just may not have seen it because sometimes it's like, wow, you came on a guest host and like you literally had one scene beyond the hello and goodbye scene. Yeah. But at this, and I also would think I think it's weird that they didn't have a female host at some point. Um, but yeah, they're fun. I had a point that I was, oh, I mean, yeah, here's my point. I am so tired of hearing the little John. Uh, Are you you looking for love? I mean, like, have I said this before? Probably. It's just like, we're looking for eligible old bachelors. Do you want to be on the new bachelor? Yeah! And I'm like, okay, wow, the shtick is old. 
It is. And the thing with Lil John is like, he's a brilliant dude who's a great host. I feel like they could have utilized him in different ways other than just repeating his like <laughs> one thing over and over. Like they could have had him do yeah. a bunch of little funny, but instead they just use the same thing over and over. I get that. Yeah, they could have been creative with it. Like yeah. every week there was something different, he said. Because he's good. Like he has a yeah. lot going. He's really good at this. He just, they just didn't. Like I think you made a good point. Goods, like it's been fun. They could have used the, utilized them more. But here's diving into this week's episode. This is where I want to start it. There's one rule. And here's where I, uh, as a alumni of the show and listeners, you're fans of the show, which now I am as well. That's about, that's kind of my title is a fan of the show. Ashley's a fan of the show. Um, there's only one rule and anybody can blame editing. Uh, that's a common excuse and it can pretty much be thrown out there anytime anybody wants it. And it never sticks because you always see through that like excuse the one rule of this show is that you can't come onto the show in a relationship. And that's what which I feel what like. Which is what Will said. Yeah, which is what Will, Will said. I feel like that's kind of the theme of the last two weeks here is like mm-hmm. anybody that comes off of this and we're all watching them and wait, we're waiting for their, they're doing these like responses on Instagram of, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm either sorry or I'm not sorry for what I did, but they blame it on editing. It's like, no, no, no. Let's just be clear. You had a relationship coming into the show. That's the only rule. You broke it. As a result, there's consequences. They don't have to be terrible. People don't have to hate you for it, but like, it's not okay. Yeah. Is that fair? I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fair. And yeah, I mean, like, Bachelor Nation can get really heated over it and say like crazy things on these people's Instagrams. That's not fair. So like, I, I understand that these people like trying to like feel like they need to defend themselves. We'll get a little bit further into this during Hot Topics when we talk about some of these apologies. Um, but even like Piper said something during New York fashion week. So here's a teaser for you guys to stick around for headlines. And I was just like, I feel like you are continuing to lie. Like, why can't you just, at least at this point, you're going to come across way more likable if you just fess up and be honest. Well, and uh, yeah, we'll dive into this because I have some strong opinions on everybody's apologies. Um, or statements, or whatever you call them. <laughs> and I get that people are mean. And w- come on, we, we're not for that ever. Like, you don't have to, no. like, destroy these people because of the choices that they made to try to get yeah. some fame. Like, that's, yes. that's, that's, that we, we can be upset about it. They should leave the show. They, you can even stop following them, with, which I think is was a really strong statement. But you don't have to hate the human. Like, mm-hmm. that's never okay. But we still yeah. have strong opinions on this. Okay, let's dive yeah. in this episode. It's the, okay, cocktail, okay. It, it's the cocktail party. Ashley, take it away. All right, so five girls are going to leave. So many. Or so, or so we think. Um, so there's, like, a lot of pressure. And the girls are saying, like, when you see them chit-chatting, that it seems like it's going to be Demi on the chopping block, um, possibly Chelsea, who I was a little confused by because I thought she did have a good date with Aaron. They talk about how Jasenia is on the chopping block. Tammy's gonna get cut off, um, we think, and then Deandra. Those are the the, the predict. Those are who like the girls are predicting are on the chopping block. But you know what just strikes me right then what? is what about Tia? who we definitely feel like isn't partnered with anybody. And what about Kendall, who we definitely haven't seen with anybody, but during the cocktail hour, yeah, good point. We see them with guys all of a sudden 
Tia is kissing James and Kendall is kissing Ivan. Where did that come from? Yeah, you know what? It's interesting because you would have felt like, I understand that we haven't seen a lot from Tia. Like the Tia and James coupling up doesn't feel that interesting to me. Now, Now, they're both interesting as humans and as characters, but like, that relationship felt like, okay, it probably, fickle. yeah, fickle, it just blossomed out of nowhere. But I'm surprised we haven't, that the show didn't dive more into Kindle and Ivan, or at least, and we see it later on. One scene, just needed one scene of them connecting. That's it. We had no clue. But when I, and again, we're going to go the, do this in chronological order. When I first see Kindle and Ivan together, I think in my mind, Wow. This could work. Like, this is an interesting couple that feels like they have a lot of things in common. Totally, totally agree. It's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I know. I agree. So um, then the big thing that happens during this cocktail party is that is Brendan and Piper, right? They they end up leaving because they're confronted by Joe and a posse of a lot of single girls saying like, okay, really what you did was exactly like what Chris did. And they left yesterday. So I think it's kind of appropriate if you guys also escorted yourselves out. And then we get more into the logistics of like how many times they hung out. You know, Piper said they hung out 10 times and Brendan said that they hung out like twice. And what he said, he clarified that they had hung out in like privacy, like two, two, two or three dinner dates. And it's like, that is a lot. That is a lot of personal private time. Let's not downplay that. Two or three dinner dates. Uh, plus the additional group hangs like that is a lot. So uh, he gets annoyed. You know, there's just more there's more annoyance like oozing out of their pores. But everybody has good points. And um, the and then we see more like sketchy stuff from them because they're sitting on that bed, Piper and Brendan talking about followers and money. And she's like, I have a master's degree in marketing. I should be able to get um I should be able to get followers on my own. And it's just like crazy. I've never. Okay. So a, a little sneak peek. We have uh, Jacinia coming on for her own episode this week, and you're going to really love that episode. And one of the things that Jacinia brings up a little sneak peek about it is like, you all know that you're being filmed and that you have a mic on like, everybody's aware of this and they know that they're being filmed all the time. You're never, you don't have a place really to hide. And if you are hiding and you're saying stuff that's like intriguing to the producers, they're going to find you and they're going to find a way to record you doing this. They talk about followers and fame so much that it's, it's like, it's surprising to me of the lack of awareness about where they're at because I know in, in like, I know during my time on the show, you are cautious of what you're saying, right? Like you don't want to come off incorrectly. It's always something in the back of mind. And yes, you do get more comfortable as you go and you start to say things and do things that maybe you wouldn't have done at the first week, but you're still aware. And so if you know that like followers and fame, which everybody at some level is intrigued by, I don't like to say interested in, and they're not necessarily motivated by it. Like I don't think Kendall is there on the beach right now, motivated by more fame. I think she had a legit like desire to figure some stuff out. So not everybody is motivated by it, but everybody's Mm -hmm. aware of it yet. Mm -hmm. They're talking about talking about it so much. And it's like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, stop. 
It's mind blowing. My thought is probably that they may have been thinking if the camera isn't on us, like if there isn't a camera crew in the room. So listeners out there, like there are, I can't, I don't even know the number. I'm going to say five or six, like big cameras that'll follow the cast around in paradise. But there are, there are cameras launched to like the, the ceiling in every room. Like you're constantly being recorded. But my thought is that with Brendan and Piper, they thought if like the camera crew wasn't there with the big camera, they weren't being filmed and that they were relatively safe. I don't know like how they possibly could have. And, and my, and my thought is also that the producers saw their behavior without the camera crews in yeah. there. And they were like, okay, we're not even going to put a crew in there. We're just going to keep using the, 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 the ceiling cameras to capture these insane conversations. And when I say insane, I'm like, are they, I mean, inappropriate. They're they're inappropriate because it does take away from like I mean in the in the process of them doing this there is people in pain like the, the Natasha's of the world you know um, people are getting hurt by their desire for fame and so it's inappropriate um, but not absolutely like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean insane. I mean, at least they're saying it. Like distasteful. It's distaste. It, you know, it, it, at least they're saying it. Like at least it, what, there's one thing about them at least admitting that this is why they're there. Now I do have to apologize because two weeks ago when I was on the podcast, I took last week mm -hmm. off. Obviously, I did say that what we knew was going to happen, um, or maybe this was last week actually. It was uh, last yeah, yeah. Monday. I said they were going to get more followers from this. I was wrong. Like, oh, you were so wrong. This was shocking to me that Bachelor Nation actually did the opposite to them. Like, I never saw that coming. I've never seen that happen. Like, typically, even the biggest of villains, the ones that shake stuff up the most, still get more followers for doing that. I did not mm -hmm. expect them to lose followers. I was wrong, and I have to admit that. Okay, let me look up what Bachelor Data has right now as, like, the... What happened last week? Because you guys know we had Bachelor Jada, a girl who runs this Instagram account, come on our podcast a couple months ago. Uh, we'll round the numbers a bit. A bit. It looks like Natasha gained over 180,000 followers from last week's episodes. Uh, Piper went down about 7,000 and Brendan went down about 60,000. And this, these stats are from six days ago. I mean, that that is wild to me, Ashley. Like, I, I did not see that coming. Um, but Bachelor Nation spoke. Mm -hmm. They've obviously shared their piece. And this did backfire on them. Now, okay, back to the show. So we see the group coming to them. And I, and I had mixed feelings about it. I do think Joe's, and I said this a couple weeks ago, he's a wise dude. I do think his intentions by saying... Hey, everybody's bad-mouthing them behind their back. I want to have this conversation with them. I think it was mm -hmm. a great move for Joe. Like, I think that was a respectful mm -hmm. thing to do is say, hey, let's stop just bad-mouthing them. Let's actually go to them. Now, did it need to be eight people? Mm, that felt a little aggressive, but everybody was interested. Everybody was into it. Um, it got pretty hostile, and I felt like um, Brendan and Piper both immediately knew that they were kind of pushed into a corner. And I want to know what you think of how Brendan responded to this conversation, because there was a lot of, vo I mean, I know how I get when like a lot of voices are coming at me, kind of like an intervention. Um, yeah. And like you get defensive, 
Yeah. But like it got it got to the point where they just left. And it felt like it was probably the best move for them to do. But what what would you, how have you have reacted if that like if eight people walked up to you on the beach with that kind of attitude? I mean, it's easy to say that I would have just been like, okay, guys, I get it. We messed up. We did. We're sorry. Like, yeah. you're right. We did come here thinking that we were going to be together. That's the best move. I feel like maybe under the pressure and in the midst of the conversation, I would be defensive like that. It's interesting that when they did the go off to have their own personal conversation, Piper said, I told you I didn't want to do this, uh, which is just like further evidence to me that like it was kind of planned. Yeah, well, it was. Yeah. So anyways, they leave. They both are very upset in the van, but I do think it 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 resettles the beach a little bit. Like I think totally. the, the I really I really am watching this and feeling like most of the, the cast are getting along here. Like we've kind of gotten mm-hmm. rid of the 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 hostility and the issues now and now like love stories are going to be able to blossom which happens most season but i do think it resettled the beach um mm-hmm. i don't think there was a lot of i think i think there was a big a big thing kind of sitting over like a cloud sitting over him with piper and brendan still being there and natasha being so hurt and it felt mm-hmm. like okay there's a breath but at this point in time i'm watching this going yeah but natasha's still the one going to get hurt out of this like she's still going to go home because of all this and that's even sadder until, until we're at the rose ceremony yep. <laughs> and Wells comes up and says, you know, I feel like there's somebody that he was really screwed over and played and it just wasn't right. So then he, he has Polly come and bring in the extra rose for Natasha, which I think was a great move. I think we all liked it. I want to know how Jasenia felt about that. Yeah. Did you get to talking about that? Did you get to talking about that with her? I didn't. It's a good question. I personally find there that to be different because Jasenia had her time with Ivan and then she moved on. And then Connor B was interested in her and she moved on. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like it was totally like different. Natasha kind of had the reason I didn't ask Jasenia is because of that. It was like, can you really compare the two? Now, both are unfortunate, like both, but like Jacinia's storyline is a little more similar to like what happens in paradise. You date around, you end up not finding yeah. somebody, whatever. Natasha was kind of like all eyes on Brendan because she thought he had only eyes for her for a while. And then she gets messed over. And so she kind of like, didn't get her shot. That's mm-hmm. the way I see it. And so that's why totally. it wasn't necessarily like comparable, but still unfortunate, but not comparable. Mm-hmm. I was surprised I wonder if you are Um, because I just look at Natasha and like I've, you know, we've said it, but like I've been a fan of her, um, uh, you know, during her time on the podcast and just like her time on the show, I kind of see her like a little bit like on a pedestal, like, oh, she's like really just incredible and she can do so well in this world and all this stuff. I was surprised by her emotion to wanting to be there still. Like explain to me, Ashley, like why you think she was so emotional uh, over still getting your rose and still being able to be around. Because for me, I'm watching it being like, Natasha, you're going to be fine in this world. Like guys are going to, like they have to be flocking for her. I think that a lot of it has to do with just like the support of the friendships there. And like people were happy to see her get that chance. Uh, so I think like when you're surrounded by people who are, who are like rooting you on that hard, it gets yeah. emotional. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause like how often in life are you kind of like feeling kicked and pushed around and then, 
you have, I mean, how many people are there? So like 10 people go, no, like we want to find the best way to support you. So good move on the show's part. Good move on Wells's part. Um, happy to see Natasha still there. Uh, any shockers from that rose ceremony for you? I think just, uh, I mean, Demi leaves. I don't think it was shocking that Demi left, but at the same time, she's such a figurehead and like to see like somebody like that leave at a rose ceremony just by like getting like quote kicked off is kind of always like a little shocking. And I think what Joe said was so right. Like she puts on this tough exterior, but she's like really upset. Um, so I think we'll miss the commentary from Demi. I do appreciate the fact that earlier in the episode, she was kind of the one that rallied the conversation that Joe and all the girls had because she was like, you guys like Brendan, and that's the reason you're not giving Brendan as much crap as you gave Chris, because you guys didn't like Chris. So I'm glad that she was kind of the brigade leader there. Um, but you know, she had a lot of she she had a lot of screen time, and uh, we're not worried about Demi. I'm not worried about Demi in any sort of future context. No, but you're right, and I think it's one thing like for any fan to know, and and you obviously know Demi even better than I do. Um, but she puts on this tough exterior and then, but she's, she's so incredible and she is, she's sensitive and she's sweet. Um, and we got to see more of that. I think as paradise continued at the first, she kind of came in, had that tough exterior, you know, was Demi and everybody knew of Demi. And then as time went on, she started to kind of like show just how much she cares and how much she wants to find somebody and how much she wants to find a partner. Um, I'm sad to see her go. I I enjoyed watching her experience. I wonder, and we'll obviously get her on here uh, to the podcast, but I I wonder if she's happy she did Paradise this year. If you were to guess, what do you think? Um, I think she'll be happy that she did it. Okay. It may not be as definitive as like her past appearances. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I, I wonder if we'll see her back. I mean, that's a big question for me is hopefully she finds somebody in between now, but, um, I wonder if this was kind of Demi's, you know, semi-retirement from the show because, you know, I don't, I don't know if she's, if we'll see much more of her in the future, um, which would be sad. I've, I've, I enjoy watching Demi. She's very good TV. She's great TV. <laughs> and she is oddly endearing at times. As every parent knows, Kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. 
Camper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. 
Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This week's Batch Bracket Rule of the Week is 10 plus points if a contestant is seen kissing on a daybed on top of already existing kissing points. You guys, I think this is going to be pretty easy. I think the daybeds are probably the number one spot for makeout sessions. So good luck. So at the rose ceremony, like everybody kind of pairs up with who we think we're going to pair up. Deandra, Demi. Um, oh, we didn't talk about Tammy. We got to talk about Tammy for a second. Yeah, let's go back and talk about Tammy. That's a good point. <laughs> Tammy leaving, that poor girl, she like really thought that Thomas and her had something. But like, didn't they only have like a little something something for like two days before that Becca date? I felt bad. It was so, I'm like the last person to say, because I'm the person who like falls in love at first sight and I will yeah. be head over heels and obsessed and like I will wail over you if I've known you even for a night. So I'm like the last person to like create doubt over her feelings. But I definitely think she misinterpreted things coming from him. And I don't think he did anything wrong. No, I, I, there's no hate on Thomas in this. Like, no, this he did exactly what everybody else does during paradise is they're dating somebody. Somebody else comes to the beach. They go on a date with them because they keep their options open. Like I'm there. There's no issue there. I, uh, I watched that scene and I was what, what comes to mind in my notes here that I wrote down was she just put all cards on the table. Like she made the statement that I think I made to Jessica months into our relationship even if i if even if i like felt it she said you're my best friend i know i couldn't believe she said that i was like do i need, do i rewind like that made my heart sink not like not there's no like i have no criticism here other than just like my heart sank because like that's such a strong statement and like she obviously was like throwing everything out there for him and saying like thomas like I want you to be it. And like, he looks at her and says, it's not it. And she, they were on two different pages. Um, but yeah, that was, that was hard to watch, especially seeing her say that because if she means it, which I have to believe she did, she was, she was so off of what Thomas was feeling and it just, it hurts. Oh, to say that he was her best friend makes me feel like, was there so many conversations that we didn't see? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Ash, but it's, it's worth noting, right? To anybody listening is to like, make sure you pay attention to that scene. And like, I want to know how you feel about it, all the listeners. So please um, message us uh, and email us and and DM us about that because that was, that was a heavy, heavy scene. That was, that was, that was sad. It was really sad. Um, But I don't, yeah, she like put all the blame on Thomas, but it was, very obvious from the things that we've seen that it just was a relationship that was lopsided. Yeah. She put the blame on him, but like not, you know, that's not 
totally like out of the norm. Like she was throwing her heart out there and he's like, Hey, it's just not there. And so you're like, Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh no, come on. Like you're the problem here. And like, you just do that in breakups. Like, I mean, that's what that was for her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. So Deandra leaves, but like, we kind of knew that was coming. And then Jacenia leaves and we kind of knew that was coming. Um, And then, so Chelsea stays because Aaron ended up giving her his rose, which wasn't shocking to me. And uh, then it's the next day. The next day, little John shows up. He says, yeah. And uh, then it's kind of like all happy-go-lucky in paradise. The the only thing that kind of gets shaken a bit is James. James, James sees Tia with this new guy. His name is uh, Blake. He shows up. We don't know who Blake is. I have no idea who Blake is. He's from T- Claire slash Chaser season. From Indiana. I like him. I like him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tia was very excited, had her eyes set on him, hoping that he was going to be there. So he's a good looking dude. Very good looking. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it seemed like he was into Tia like right off the bat. I was like, yeah, she's, she's getting in this date. They go on the date. They have a great time. They talk about um, like soulmates and they like are very honest about the connection that they're feeling together. So now James, you know, he's out of luck. And everybody else is, like, just, like, thriving, it seems. Except for, like, Kendall, probably, who we're not really seeing much of. But Abigail and Noah, uh, Serena and Joe, Kenny and Mari, Riley and Marissa, and Becca and Thomas. They're all, like, making out and having a great time on the beach. Meanwhile, everybody is a little concerned with where Natasha's going to find a man. <laughs> yeah, so you have James and Natasha kind of sitting off to the side right now. I... I want to say that this Tia and Blake thing, um, like, you know, Tia's been around a while. I've gotten to spend good time with Tia. Like, I was really excited for this moment because there was a connection there that, like, felt like right away you're like, oh, this is, I think her feelings towards him, this is how I take it, but, like, her feelings towards him were stronger right away. Like, she was pretty much like, I want to go on this date. If he invites somebody else, I'm still going to go on that date. I'm going to be, and then they go on the date and she's sitting there and she just has these, like these, like the, her eyes for him. Like you can read her eyes and see that like, she's so into it. And I get it. These guys from Indiana, like (laughs) they've got something about him. Um, But I really enjoyed that, that date and that moment for, for the two of them, especially for Tia. I thought Tia was just showing up to the beach with, because Becca was there and they're good friends and she was just going to have a good time. And then pretty much like, peace out and no you're seeing that like she really is into this and then we have james we'll talk about natasha in a second but you have james and i'll be honest with you when i saw james on his season of bachelorette i thought he was kind of just like a joke like i thought you know he's the guy that shows up in the box and like the guy with the overdone eyebrows exactly super slicked back hair yeah i'm like you know what like he's he's fine but definitely not a dude that like I would probably want to kick it with um, not a guy I would see eye to eye with. I will say this again. I was wrong because I have enjoyed watching him during paradise, open up, break down a little bit, become like vulnerable and sensitive and make fun of himself, but also just like care deeply. Um, I've, 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 I feel that I've liked him a lot more now and i'm saying i i I see who this dude is and it shows me once again the lesson i have to continue to teach myself is you can't 
dislike somebody until you know their story. And once you know their story, it's really hard not to like them. And I, and I think like I'm liking James Moore, but I do think his time has passed. And I think it's almost like comedic watching him. Like I, I, I do in my evilness, watch it, like enjoy watching the scenes where he's sitting alone eating. Cause it's like, this is so sad that it's almost funny. Well, this season, maybe more than ever, I feel like there are people that are lingering far beyond like their due date. Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, like, but but I think James and Ivan are like the two standouts for me from there, and maybe a little Aaron. Maybe he's actually kind of stayed relevant through every episode with like a new something something, um, but. I don't know what it is, whether they have more of a cast and there's more roses or just like the, or like the way that the guys went first. They, these, there's just a group that has gotten lucky. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. And he's one of them. He, and yeah, he's definitely one of them. Well, uh, that's, that's kind of what I want to say is I want to make it clear that like, I probably was too critical of James during his time on this and his season. Um, and in paradise, as always, you learn a little bit more about somebody. I like him a little bit more, a lot more actually. Um, but let's let's go on now before we talk about the the Kindle situation because that's a big one that I want to sit on for a second. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Joe showing up to the beach. Uh-huh. Um, a guy that we just absolutely love, who's on the podcast, who's an incredible interview, really smart, um, very very caring. Um, he shows up to the beach. Ashley, your first thoughts when he shows up to the beach. Uh, like a breath of fresh air. Okay. I'm super excited to be there. I'm like, now this guy is such a catch. He should have gone gone in earlier. I don't know why he didn't. Um, and I'm thinking that he and Natasha just on paper sound like they would be pretty compatible. I feel like they have like similar levels of like emotional intelligence. I feel like they're both pretty smart. Uh, they're probably good conversationalists. I just like felt that that made a lot of sense. And I was excited to see that vibe happening. And he seemed so gentlemanly like too, you know, like everything about him was like, oh, what a catch, what a catch. And everything like kind of went downhill a little bit towards the end. But what were your first thoughts before we get to the actual dinner yeah. date? Part? Well, I'm a big fan of Joe. I'm assuming that the reason he showed up late is because of work and he had to request that or whatever. That's just my guess. Uh, the thing about Joe that like I admire with him is his ability to care deeply about each conversation. Like mm-hmm. he looks people in the eyes but that's like you. Well, and he focuses and that takes, that takes not only like, like you said, it, it's, it's an, uh, an awareness. And I was like, mm-hmm. Natasha, my thought right away was Natasha needs this date with Joe. If, if for no other reason than to have somebody look her in the eyes and deeply care about her and where she's at and what she's looking for. And if it doesn't work, like if there isn't chemistry, that's okay. But at least she's going to get a date where somebody listens to her and Mm -hmm. that's what my hope was and so then he asked on the date we get to the date it feels like to me it's going fine it's not maybe like there's not like it's not fireworks fireworks, but it's going fine and and she obviously had a lot to work through um he's brand new to the beach and then the big moment happens before we get there how cute was it when he tried to speak in spanish oh and then when he took her bugged her bugged margarita it's (laughs) That's he's he's a good dude. He's and like, I mean, I don't think he's showing off his intelligence, but dang, his intelligence is attractive. 
Like he speaks in Spanish. I think when he was on our podcast, he was talking about how many languages he spoke. He speaks a bunch. He's trying to speak a bunch. And, um, and then he takes her bug margarita. Like he's just, a, he, if he's a guy that like, if I had a sister, I'd be like, you need, need to go on a date with Joe to know that there's good dudes out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if it yeah. doesn't work fine, but at least you're going to have a good date. And yeah. And so that's the setup I want to bring into their conversation about Brendan. And so obviously, uh, as we all know from Instagram and from the world, Brendan and Joe are very close. They're, they're good friends. They're best of friends. Do you remember what he said to us on the podcast? He said, if you do go to paradise, who do you want to see down there from bachelor nation? And he said, Brendan. Well, so, (laughs) and, and I don't know, Ashley, if it's a coincidence, if it's ironic, uh, because it, it is extraordinary timing that Natasha is kind of the one single woman on the beach and Joe shows up. And as soon as they start having this conversation, it can go one of two ways. It can either go to a place of let's not really talk about it because there's so much here for us to process that it's like not really helpful or let's dive into it and try to work through it. But it felt like Joe's care for Brendan is so strong that as soon as she brought it up, he pulled back and his intelligence and his, his awareness all of a sudden like went away. And he just was like, I just, I just can't, I I need to process this. This is so much. And he's like, we can just like now take it slow. Like it felt like all of a sudden, yeah, he felt like, Oh crap. I'm a part of a story that I don't necessarily want to be a part of, or even knew I could become a part of. Yeah, it was really awkward. I didn't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, the only way I can like kind of talk about this is kind of like flipping it into my own, like my own situation. If my best friend screwed some guy over, um, but then ended up being happy in like whatever relationship they ended up in, would I have an issue dating the person that she screwed over? Well, I don't know if it really matters. <laughs> I I don't think it matters to, I don't think Joe knows how little it would matter. Like, I think at this point he's only getting a taste of the information. Oh, and so I okay. think he's thinking, I think from what he understood is like, maybe Brendan's going to be pissed at me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, am I, am I, starting to walk into something that, and when I get off of this, I'm going to realize that I was a part of something that I shouldn't be a part of. And now I'm going to lose a friend. And I'm also just like this new relationship with Natasha is brand new. And I don't even know if I'm like that into it yet. I think he had so little information, but enough to be scared. Um, and that's, that was my take on it. Um, Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but it was, it was sad. The work. reaction was a little jarring for me because it seemed so immediate. Like, just, like, hit the hit the tone, just flipped. And it was like they got up from the table and, then like, the date was done. I'm sure they sat at the table for, like, at least an hour and it wasn't as abrupt yeah. as it seemed on TV. But it definitely seemed like, oh, they can't handle the awkwardness. Yeah. I don't know. It was because awkward. If, if I were in that situation, I think I'd like continue on and be like, okay, let's change the topic to something lighter. We can always come to back to this later sometime. Yeah. It was awkward. It was it was awkward to watch. It was weird to watch. And it was sad. But my hope is that, you know, um, this whole paradise season, it feels like it's set up. We're getting late into it. 
but it's set up for this like magical moment for Natasha. And it's still hope. I'm still hopeful that like, we're just continuing to root for her and she's continuing to get like unfortunate circumstances. And then at some point, somebody's going to show up to the beach, sweep her off her feet. And they, she just might enjoy like a week there. Like that's my hope. That's what I'm kind of cheering for. That's a hope for sure. But I think at this point it's pretty, Oh wait, there are two men coming in next week, next episode. So it could happen. If she, she could just have fun for a little while. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But okay. Ashley, the majority of uh, our conversation today, I, I do want to sit down with you and talk about Kendall and Joe, because I feel like now for the first time, we do understand that Kendall has been exploring something with Ivan. Um, mm. We see this Joe relationship just becoming magical. Yeah. Um, and so let's start with the good. Joe is somebody who obviously we're cheering for since the beginning. He shows at the beach. It's hard for him. He meets Serena and it feels very similar to kind of like the Kindle process with Joe where it's like, she doesn't fully know yet. He's not fully into it yet. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, let's do this thing. And the more they get to spend time around each other, the more beautiful it becomes. And Serena's talking to Wells and she said, and, and he asks her like, Hey, has there been the love word? thrown around and she says not yet and he asks if it's coming and she says it could be she is smitten with joe she's kissing his shoulder which is like the sweetest thing ever like that's just incredible um and we see this relationship becoming really something special she admits to joe that she's falling in love with him he says it back and for me there's just she says i think i like you more than you like me I mean, how nervous are you for that moment? I was like, what? This whole season I've been saying that's not the case. I, I guess know. I was wrong. I think her feelings caught up a lot in the past week. Oh, but it's also, Ashley, you know, it's also everybody out there knows it. it's a way to protect yourself. As you know, you're about to say something that's so yeah. vulnerable. You're like, I think you like, I like you more than you like me just to set yourself up for failure. Like you're, you're totally. expecting him to not say it back. And so totally. you're like, okay, at least I said that. Like everybody does it. But that's when you also know just how real it is where she's like, I want to say this to you and I, I need to protect myself because my heart is so much on the line right now. And then she says it and he says it back to her. And it's just like, I don't know, for me, it was just this moment of like glee. Like it was a moment of celebration. Like I'm watching this. I'm like, this is so beautiful. Like we're seeing when this show works. Like what it can look like. (laughs) And I was thinking about Kendall over there. (laughs) But I was also thinking like, okay, like this is real. This is real. I'm glad this is mutual now because I wasn't 100% sure that it was like on, they were on an even playing field. But then I'm thinking about Kendall over there who's watching it, which sucks. I would have removed myself earlier than Kendall did. But you know, those situations where you're like, it's painful to watch, but if I'm not watching, then what's happening and I must be in the know. So I, I see her dilemma on that. So that's where we can transition then. And we can sit on this for a bit. Kindle. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I wish she would have walked away quicker. Um, at this point, she has now become very aware that Joe is pursuing Serena. And I think Joe has a huge heart. And I can't imagine it's easy for him to be fostering this relationship with Serena in front of Kindle. But he cares enough that he knows it's his only option. Kendall's watching this with Ivan sitting right behind her. I'm now beginning to feel for Ivan 
because he has to like, he's into Kendall and he's sitting there as she just stares at her ex-boyfriend and said, and is watching this go down and it's breaking my heart for her because there's no situation in life where this has to happen except here. here and it sucks. So Ashley, how are you feeling about Kendall during this whole scenario? You've already said you think she should have left like earlier, but she couldn't have. So as she's sitting there, like is her mind spinning and her heart just breaking? Yeah. It's just like so broken. It's like you were literally just watching a heart shatter. I feel like, um, I don't know how she did it, especially sitting next to Ivan. I'd be like, uh, get, I guess she made the move that I would have made. Just like, okay, nope, can't be next to you right now. Gross. You're a very wonderful man. But even if you were Brad Pitt right now, I would say gross. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is It's so unnatural. Like, it's so not supposed to happen to your heart like that. It's hard enough to see your ex move on on Instagram mm. or to even, like, not even see a picture on Instagram. But to, like, see, like, likes and comments yeah. oh, and, like, to in your in your head be thinking about, like, Oh, is that, is that a thing? Um, and then you start imagining the thing and then like you might be totally exaggerating and maybe it's not, but like to see it definitively in front of your eyes is like the most heartbreaking thing that somebody can see. I get that. And, and it's like, you know, we always say it like in relationships and breakups, it's like, you have to get that bandaid ripped off so you can start to heal like that. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a big wound. Yeah, that, that wound is needs stitches. Yeah, you're right. And it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. I'm also now realizing, and we always kind of said it, but like Kendall came to the beach because she was in love with Joe so much. Like I'm seeing that now. Like I'm mm -hmm. seeing, I always knew that she was interested in Joe and she wanted to figure out like what was going on there, if there was anything, but they've been broken up for a year and a half. And now this scene showed me that like she is really really into joe like she has not moved on i know and this is definitely the time where you have no shame you just put it out there mm. you know like you know that she's gonna say everything unfiltered to him whenever they do have this upcoming conversation because you know it's coming and then he's gonna tell her that he's in love with somebody else and holy crap how do you do it i don't know but you're right and I usually don't like to be a part of these conversations, but I am, <laughs> I'm anxiously awaiting watching them have this conversation because I hope that out of it comes some healing. I hope out of it though, like I know is going to be a lot of pain. Um, and I also, I mean, I guess selfishly, and, I, and I'm, I'm hopeful for this conversation because I want to see Joe leave this beach happy. And I know that like, as long as this is still existing, he's going to like, this is like the one thing that he needs to probably rem like remove and that Kendall needs to remove so that they can both move on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being in Joe's position isn't easy either. Cause there's like a lot of guilt there Yeah, because like, he still obviously loves Kendall as a person and just doesn't want to break her heart. But like also just knows that his heart is romantically elsewhere. Mm. Well, it was a big episode. We have a lot to come. In the sneak peek, uh, we do see Kendall telling Joe that she never stopped loving him. Um, we do see Joe comfort Kendall at this moment. So we're awaiting this. Um, 
we obviously, as we didn't talk about a lot, any about Kenny and Mari, but like we do see them go to the boom, boom room. Um, we see them, you know, continue their relationship. Uh, and one, mo- one other thing here, Riley and Marissa are falling in love, but then Marissa is shown with another guy during the sneak peek. Can you believe? No, because we watched them lick whipped cream off each other's toes. We didn't talk about that. And, and I have to say, that was the first time I was like, this show doesn't even feel PG-13 right now. This no. feels almost rated R. I was watching on the train with my dad. I was watching on my phone. He was not watching. Yeah. But he like glanced over and I was feeling like I was watching something dirty in the presence of my dad. Yeah, you're feeling all sorts of ways. Like he's looking off your thighs. <laughs> and so I don't know what happens, but even past the Kindle and Joe situation, I... I'm so into Riley and uh, Marissa being together that like I'm very intrigued with what happens that she ends up moving. On. I mean, we see her with another guy like mm-hmm. Ashley. That can't be fake. Like, what's going on? So wild. And then Ivan's kissing Chelsea. How does this happen? Uh, and then there's a tropical storm that shows up, and they need to leave the beach. It's gonna be a wild <laughs> next couple episodes. We only have a few left. I'm kind of sad about it being over. I am too. I've I'm kind of sad it. at the end of every episode. I'm like, I could use a little bit more. And we don't feel that way very often, especially right now with the <laughs> no. big shows. We're like, yeah, we're ready to move on and try yeah. another season. Um, I'm with you, Ashley. I, I've, I'm into this season more than I expected to be. And so um, let's take a break. When we come back, we have some Bachelor headlines that we want to talk about. But so far, Ashley, I think you just said it. What would you rate this season of The Bachelor in Paradise on a scale of A to F? Oh, it's an A. I'd agree. I would agree. It's an A. Well, hey, we'll be back. We'll talk about Bachelor headlines in just a second. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. 
It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power, crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with crispy creams, mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Darius. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's 
now time for Bachelor Headlines with our resident expert, Ashley Iconetti. She knows everything and she's going to share it with us. Here we go. ABC taps one of Michelle Young's Bachelorette suitors to be the next Bachelor. And here's the crazy thing. Us Weekly can confirm. Now, we're not confirming, but Us Weekly has confirmed. Wow, guys, we are not going to know. We are not going to know anything about this Bachelor until he's already filming, because if they go according to their regular filming schedule, which starts in mid to late September, um, we we will not be meeting him until we, we will be meeting him until Michelle's season premieres on October 19th. So this guy is going to be filming for about a month before um, we get to even get to know anything about him, which is interesting. Um so these girls who are going to be on his season are going in blind and wow. Uh, <laughs> you have to believe that like spoilers are going to get out there. Like We're, we're going to get spoilers. I think we're going to know who the guy is and then we're going to do a whole bunch of like social media research on him. Right. Like you and I will be talking about him, but like as far as like his presence on the show, we'll know nothing about that. Interesting. Uh, this comes as a result, I guess. Uh, Tyler Cameron was, was in talks, but not not going to be the lead and then from katie's season we had uh michael a and well justin and i guess andrew is possibly in the running and greg who was like oddly rumored there to be the bachelor for a while all of them not going to be um the bachelor either well here's my here's my thought i think this I, i i think this is wrong (laughs) <laughs> I think it's wrong because the girls didn't know what like they were going into. They literally did not go there for him. They went there to be on The Bachelor. <laughs> I still think Michael A is going to be The Bachelor. I still think it. I still think that like the show is going to find a way to get him to be The Bachelor. And this is all a rumor. That's my theory because none of this makes sense. And they need a Bachelor season to be very successful. Like they need it, and I don't think this is the way to make it successful. Yeah, unless this guy is so incredible that they know that we're going to be obsessed with him on the batch on on Michelle season. Possibly, but I mean, I think everybody was kind of that way with Michael A. So <laughs> let's let's you know back up the Brinks truck to him and figure out a way to <laughs> bring his son to filming, and let's make this happen. Anyways, next headline <laughs> is this, and this is a very serious one. Um, I mentioned it uh, a few months ago that. Uh, one of my best friends uh, in the world um, has been struggling with Lyme disease now for the last year and his body is is quickly actually shutting down and uh, yes. um, he's in a ton of testing he's he has a a, a, a port a pit or a, a pit line in his uh, arm it's a really terrible disease um, and I've seen him um, just really suffer with this and so my my heart breaks, and this is the headline. The Bachelor's Kelly Flanagan says Lyme disease treatment will be intense nine-month process. Now, Ryan Setter also has Lyme disease, so this is the second Bachelor Nation mm-hmm. person that we know that's came out recently. Um, Ashley, uh, can you read uh, the, the excerpt of what's going on? But also, I just want to say from all of us, Kelly Flanagan, if you listen, um, I'm sorry. Like, I, this is really heavy. It's devastating. I feel so bad for her. She's like, it's so crazy that there's just no cure. And like, there doesn't even seem to be like a constant, like, like a, a treatment that 
that works for like a majority of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, um, so McKelly is going to be going to Boston to be doing a whole bunch of tests and to try out everything she possibly can. She was at fashion week this week and she said, this is going to be her last hurrah before a hectic nine months. So she's going to Boston to see doctors there and learn how to maneuver it. And it's going to be intense. She said, there's going to be no carbs, no sugar, an oxygen tank for like 30 minutes a day, brain wave lasers. It's going to be extensive, but I'm ready to tackle it. She said, I'm pretty honest with people in terms of what's going on. I can't start this protocol, you know, and be like on 40 supplements a day and be on an oxygen tank and not really share that. I know that some people would want to be private about it, but if I can help one or two people even find their diagnosis and try to overcome it, that will just give me a good feeling. Uh, we're thinking about you, Kelly. Uh, I'm sorry. So much. And um, if anybody has any information online, I know when I talked about it on the podcast, a lot of people responded to my buddy, Brandon, um, with some great insight into like different tricks of the trade because there's just like not a lot of research out there about it. So send your well wishes to Kelly Flanagan um, just as she enters into this process because it's, it's a hard one. Uh, Next headline moving forward is, uh, you know, as we announced, Matt James is going to be on this upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, and Matt James says, girlfriend, Rachel has been practicing his Dancing with the Stars routine with him, which is which is really cute. It's very cute. And uh, her sister happens to be a dancer and she's been helping. He says that he's been consulting with her about how he can improve the steps. He says he's whipping her and she's whipping him into shape. And Rachel also like kind of played played with him this weekend on Instagram, joking about the fact that he's like not that great of a dancer. Uh, we'll see, but I'm sure that we'll be seeing Rachel in the audience if there is an audience this time around, uh, being supportive of her love, Matt. Now I just got to throw a little uh, disclaimer in here. Uh, one of my uh, the one of the people that I I love the most in this world. In fact, he knew about my proposal to Jessica before anybody else. Ezra Sosa was a dancer on the Bachelor Live on stage tour with me. Uh, mm -hmm. He lived on the bus with me. He is a joy Aww. and a sweetheart. He was just announced as one of the professional dancers oh, on amazing. Dancing with the Stars. So, oh, that's amazing. Ezra, uh, you're going to fall in love with him, people. He's incredible. Root for him. He has a huge heart. I love him dearly. Uh, and, uh, and he's been so great to me. I'm so excited for him. Um, Ezra Sosa, uh, follow him. He's, he's great. Anyways, just wanted to say that. I'm so proud of him. Um, next headline is Bachelor in Paradise's Brendan and Piper lose followers, as we mentioned, as Bachelor Nation sides with Natasha Parker in a wild way. So yeah, like I said earlier in the episode, Natasha ends up gaining about 200,000 followers and Brendan plummeted close to, you know, like over 70,000 followers. And then we saw how Piper was losing steam on social. Well, she posted a TikTok um, set to Lizzo's song Rumors. Uh, and these are the, the lyrics to Rumors. If you guys aren't TikTokers slash you don't know um, the lyrics to Lizzo's song. It is, all the rumors are true. Yeah, what you heard, that's true. Yeah, I F him. And you, yeah. If you believe that I do, had to cut some hose loose. Yeah. All right. So that is what Piper decided to post after last week's episodes. Just an uh, interesting <laughs> oh, strategy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because 
you know, we saw Bachelor Nation kind of come out and support and they, they rallied together. And it's, it's wild because we do have a pretty big like viewership for paradise this year. In fact, paradise is bringing in more viewers than this last season of the bachelorette, which is fairly uncommon um, in like the history of the show, but it's, it's bringing in a, either the same or a little bit above each week. And we see this group of people saying, no, we're going to support, uh, who we feel is done right. And that's Natasha. Well, the next headline, and, and it kind of rolls into it. Bachelor in Paradise's Piper defends herself after Brendan drama. It's a TV show. She said, well, I don't know if I can fully agree with that. Ashley, what do you say? Okay, there are kind of like two headlines here we're going to meld into one because, yes, first Piper took to Instagram to say a gentle reminder that reality TV isn't real. (laughs) That is a blanket statement that really often does not apply to the Bachelor franchise because whenever anybody asks me, is it real? I'm like, I think it is the realest reality TV there is out there as somebody who's been... Um, apart behind the scenes of multiple reality shows. It's just my life has been drastically changed. Like my heart has been I broken. Mean. My heart has been mended. I have like, yes, I, I don't know what about it. That's not real. There's moments that feel manipulated or like set up, but like as far as realness goes and I'm not under contract, like I can't, I can't imagine a reality show any, being any more real. There's a baby in my belly because of this show. Hell yeah, she, conti- <laughs> she continues to say an edited, produced, and cut down show isn't going to give you every single thing said and done. And an edited and produced show can't show you conversations that happen before filming between friends. I totally understand where she comes from when she says that. Yes. Have I been frustrated with the edit before? Uh-huh. Because there's been things omitted, but the the things that people are angry about as far as like Brendan and Piper go, so much of that is like what they verbatim said on camera. And you can't take that back. You can't say that that you didn't say that because we know you said that. And you can't tell us that there was a context missing from some of those conversations. (laughs) Anyway. It just doesn't feel like I said earlier, like you can... You can say you can blame it on editing, and at times that's a, a, a worthy excuse, but it's not a holistic Blanket excuse. Ex- uh, yeah, no, it doesn't exactly. it doesn't fulfill everything. Um, but when you say just a reminder, reality tele- like The Bachelor isn't real, like that's just not yeah. true. Like it's not like you can't like none of these people are actors. You can't fake tears. You can't fake heartbreak. You can't fake a baby in a belly. Like this is real <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And okay. So then she continues to further dig herself a hole in the next headline, which is from her appearance at New York Fashion Week. She was at a Pretty Little Thing show. And she says this. It is what it is. It happened. I honestly try not to live with any regrets. I don't think I have any regrets. What happened happened. And I'll deal with whatever happens next. Um, She said, I was shocked to see everyone there, including him, Brendan, including every relationship that was happening as new as it was to the viewers was as new as it was to me beforehand. Brendan and I obviously had been talking, but it wasn't a serious relationship. As we both said on the show, we didn't have a plan. I have so much going on that I couldn't have put that plan together. But obviously, I liked him and I was excited to see him there. But that was the extent to it. I mean, that was not the extent to it. 
<laughs> you had she said she says I had no idea he was going to be there. But yet she said I mean but she you did saw know him he, the day before he left. Yeah, like I don't know what she's trying to do. Like you said, like if they just admitted like hey they made a mistake or hey this is what their plan was, then it's all good, but like you saw him the day he left. Like you, you knew he was getting on a flight to paradise. You knew you were going to paradise. Yeah. You were shown talking to him about like coming there. And when you talked to your, your plan, like, and also the excuse of, I had so much going on. I couldn't have come up with a plan. Like Ashley, you're one of the busiest people I know. And you have a baby in your belly. Like you still have a plan. Like you can still talk to somebody and be like, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow. You guys weren't creating Mission Impossible. Well, yeah. It wasn't. You weren't Tom Cruise on a mission. I'm pretty sure it was a plan that could have honestly been devised in a 10 minute phone call. <laughs> I I just think this is like there at this point though. It's probably not even a story anymore, right? Like next week when I'm going to be talking about it, I just think they do, like there's a way out of this for them that was like respectful to all parties involved that it, that like spoke some truth. I think at this point it just goes away. I think like I just think it's the wrong way to handle controversy is to one blame everybody else. And then to two come up with excuses that just don't fit the narrative that we've seen you telling. And that's where everybody's getting frustrated. And that's why everybody's, you know, kind of falling off and not following. But um, again, they're out of paradise. So we probably won't be talking about it much. Um, But this is another big headline. Bachelor in Paradise's Chris, Conrad addresses his controversial exit, apologizes for blatant disrespect for Jacinia. So a different take, a different way to totally. handle it. And he apologized to Jacinia. Yeah, this is a totally different, far more respectable take. He says, finally watched the episode and I feel like there are a few things that need to be said. First and foremost, I take complete accountability for my blatant disrespect towards Jacinia and handling the situation poorly. After getting home from filming, um, he did say, he says that he contacted Jasenia uh, privately to apologize, and he said that now I would like to reiterate my sincerest apo- my sincerest apologies to her. Now, my past behavior is not a reflection of who I am or who I want to be. It was never my intention intention to maliciously or purposefully hurt anyone on the show. Um, I've been doing the work privately to work through my relationship and communication skills. I'm an awful communicator and I need it. I'm an extremely non-confrontational person and it's something that needed to be fixed and I'm glad it's been brought to light. Uh, yes. So a different kind of, uh, apology, different way to go about it. And I think, uh, kudos to him for owning up to some of this and then hopefully now there's some healing that can be done. Well, that's all the headlines we have for this week, Ashley. Um, we're looking forward to next week. I feel like the controversy may be kind of behind us a little bit, but we have, we've seen the teaser that it's maybe not. So we'll be on edge about it. Um, but for this week, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Thanks for joining us. Great talking to you guys. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes.
I love CVS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into... Pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pamper Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pampers Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower. Our registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow, and then gift it. So easy. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash.